Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. We're here again, hanging out for the fourth time in seven days. I say, why are you so quiet? You're like, hmm, a, a somber experience. A somber show. It's not a somber show. We're going to be here. We're going to have fun. We're going to be excited. Just because your ass is tired. <laughs> it is tired. I'm not going to lie. Some of it, Well, what time did you get up this morning? Eight? Yeah, six. Yeah. What time did we get home? I got home at two. Yeah, there we go. So you got more hours of sleep than I did. I did. I had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time too. I'm just tired because you got more sleep after the Tenacious D concert than I did. We did see Tenacious D. We did see Tenacious D. Somebody had to drive out there and back. I'm the one who had to drive this time. It was my turn. I was going to say, I drove you last week. It's true. Just to Portland and back. (laughs) But fair, you did drive. Yeah, but you never paid me for the Kevin Smith tickets, so it all evens out. Okay, yes. So you're saying I don't owe you money for the Kevin Smith tickets? I'm saying I don't know you gas money because I paid for it. No, that's fine. <laughs> there we go. I wasn't going to ask for gas money, but I'll take the free Tenacious D concert tickets. No, no. You paid for the Tenacious D Oh, that's what I did. I'll take the you, free clerk's tickets at You didn't point. pay for the clerk's tickets. I'll pay for the clerk's tickets. No, because I didn't pay for gas for you driving down. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't going to ask for you to pay for gas anyway. No, no. So. No, no. We're even Stevens, baby. All right. That's fair. That's more than fair. Because <laughs> yeah, I think you make out this deal. I do. <laughs> You're like, I'll take the deal where I where I save money. Yes. If if I must. Yeah. Uh, well, but, Twist my um, arm, Zachary. Don't say my full name. Oh, sorry. It's so weird. Twist my arm, Sir Zach. It's sort of like no one brings up my full name except for like my extended family. They all say my full name, and I'm just always like I just ignore it, but I'm like, yeah, this is weird. So you don't want me to tell everyone your middle name is? It doesn't matter. Uh, you you'd cut it out anyway. No, why would I care? Like it's just That'd be even weirder. Like, oh, hey, I'm referencing you by your full name, Jared Paul Richmond. It's not my middle name. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you don't know my middle name? No, why would I know your middle name? How, have you not, how do you not know my middle name? I don't know. Oh, okay. Wow. See, there is something you don't know about me. Patrick. No, it's not Patrick either. Zachary Rusty. Anthony. It's not Rust- Jared Rusty. Yeah, Jared Rusty Richmond. I saw a student Senate um, campaign poster. The young adults put on it that they are a rust enthusiast. That's their platform. Oh, good for them. Walden. No, it's not Walden. Eh, I'm out of guesses. All right. Some weird-ass guesses. Rudebegger. No. No. Wesley. No, it's not Wesley. (laughs) Well, then I'm done. All right. Well, you tried. I also don't care. I know you don't care. What are we going on this week, though? We got uh, news of the week. Pop culture. I was sitting on my my notes. Where the hell they go? Did the couch dry out from when you spilled all over it last week yet? Is it still? I, I hope so. Oh, me too. I got a nasty fucking bruise, though. That's, I don't know how you bruise, because you really didn't fall with force. Oh, she is yellow, and she is large. Are you are you having jaundice? <laughs> yes, it's jaundice. Do you have iron deficiency, Zach? <laughs> no, I, I got one hell of a bruise where I fell last week. It's big. Uh, that's incredible. Good for you. I mean, not good for you, but. Yeah, I live. Yeah. News of the week. Sports reports. Weird comics facts. Multiple topics, because my God, there's a lot, and your questions. Yeah, there's a lot happening. A lot, a lot winning, a lot winning on, a lot winning on. <laughs> Except, I guess we both, neither one of us watched uh, Game of Thrones this week. Oh, so. you didn't watch it either. No, I didn't watch it. Oh, either. so you can't have a snotty <laughs> attitude at me then, sir? I, I did not. I've been busy, man. It's just. I hear you. I feel that. 
I mean, the episode came out on what, Sunday? Yeah, sure. I've just been busy. Yeah. I haven't seen it. All right. Well, there we go. That's one less thing to scream at during Screaming at Streaming. Yeah. So let's just jump straight into the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Were you hoping that I had watched it so we can continue the content on that? No, I was just going to skip it. I oh, okay. Tell you. I was going to try and watch it today, but I was doing something else. Oh, okay. I mean, I was going to try and watch it today, too, but I ran out of time. Because you read the book that I gave you a week ago. You didn't give it to me a week. You gave it to me on Saturday. All right, fine. Still been a few days, though. <laughs> what are we got going on? Oh, Captain America number four, New World Order. What about it? They got a villain. Ah. A recurring villain. Is it Red Skull? Is he back? No, he's not back. You know who's back? The Winter Soldier? No, the leader. The leader of what? This uh, A character played by Tim Blake Nelson in The Incredible Hulk. He's like, hey, I made you a cure that might work for no time at all. And then he had some shit drip into his head. It was supposed to make him have a big real head. Or a real big head. A big real head? Yeah. Real big fish. Okay. Good band. Let's hear it for Ska. But it's it's a Hulk villain who just has a big head. He's like, I'm so smart. I have a big head. And now he's going to be a Captain America villain. They're going back to 2008 and saying, you know what? Bringing it back. Yes. Like big head, uh, big head Todd. Do you remember this character at all? Nope. For the last time you saw the Incredible Hulk movie? Like the one time I saw it? A movie that has no real resolution. They're like, hey, we're going to stop you from being the Hulk. Never mind, we can't. Is oh, it, well. That's the Edward Norton one? Yeah. Where he drops, he has a drop of blood get into that green cola that... Kills Stanley. Yes. Yeah, bringing back the leader. It, it's one of those, like, Marvel is very good about like, oh, hey, we forgot about this thing for a while. We've ignored it. Never mind, we're bringing it back. That's the one where he tears up Harlem, right? Yeah. Okay. At this point, we basically just need to get uh, Betty Ross back with Maine's own Liv Tyler. It's true. And Doc Sampson, played by the guy from Modern Family, Ty Burrell. I think that's his name. Yeah. Whatever. But the leader's back. You don't You don't clearly remember him no. having things drip into his head. He's like, I have a big head now. No, I remember- um, My head is the biggest. When you said the leader, I thought of the, the, uh, like the Motown song, Leader of the Pack. Different thing. You know what song I'm talking about? Yeah. That's when I fell for the leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom. That was unfortunate. The Thunderbolts. That was a movie that was announced at D23. It's mostly D23 news. Okay, not like the Thundercats. No. Thunder, 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 oh. Never watched it. What? I never, we've been over this many times. I never watched 80s animation that looked cheap and shitty. You weren't a big Saturday morning cartoon guy, were you? I was, but I was, it was more the 90s. It was like. The X-Men and Spider-Man and Iron Man and the Fantastic Four and the Incredible Hulk. So you're watching like the Fox cartoons. Yeah. See, I'd like CBS and... I think that's where Ninja Turtles were. So, I mean, I saw some... Ninja Turtles were on CBS. Yeah. So I saw some of that. Yeah. But no, I I wasn't into your He-Mans or your Thundercats or your G.I. Joes. I wasn't really ever big into G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Yeah, no, I was was more into that Fox Kids lifestyle. There you go. Saturday mornings, baby. Turn on the TV. Hope that I could actually get away with watching it because, you know, after like hour two, it'd be like, stop watching television. Yeah. Just try and sneak it, I guess. There you go. Uh, but whatever. Thunderbolts. They're all announced. Hey, you've you've never seen a team quite like this. It's some villains and some not. There's Ghost. I thought that character was reformed. I guess she's not. Taskmaster. Red Guardian. To be fair, I enjoy him quite a bit. Yes. Is it? Is it still... Um, <laughs> it's going to be David Harbour. David Harbour. Excellent. New Black Widow. She's doing her thing. Okay. Winter Soldier being the most recognizable person in there. Mm. Bucky! And Elaine. Like from Seinfeld Elaine? Yeah. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> so they released an image of like all the characters that are going to be in the show. And I was like, I was like, oh, there's everyone. I'm like, who's that woman at the end supposed to be? I'm like, oh, that is a very generous image of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And to be fair, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a goddamn beauty and she's in incredible shape and has survived cancer. And But it was just a weird looking image ever. Like they painted her and it was like, who the hell is that supposed to be? Well, it's her. Okay, there you go. Whatever. Thunderbolts. We're doing that now. All right. To the surprise of no one, I don't think. I think this was kind of a thing that was like floating around for so long that it's like, oh yeah, that's we're doing that. And at least it's a bunch of people whose generic power is I'm kind of strong. Mm, that's good generic power. I'm kind of strong. That's basically all of them. Secret Evasion had its first trailer. Looks good. I love it. Following up on that comic book series that uh, I read once and I thought was mediocre. You're not a big Secret Invasion guy? It was like mid to late 2000s. It was... It was fine. It was real fine. Maybe the movie, or not movie, because it's a show. Maybe the show will be more engaging. But yeah, the the original comic source, I I read, and I read a ton of like the spinoff stuff, because it was just at a time when I was um, spending too much goddamn money on comics, which I think you could probably say I've been doing that uh, for a long time now. What a, what a genius plot point, though, to have like shapeshifters be your villain, because then you can just kind of float out like, is this beloved character actually the bad guy or not the bad guy? And you can get away with well, it. Well, they also brought characters back from the dead. Uh, most famously, it's not going to happen in this show, but um, Mockingbird, Hawkeye's ex-wife, was brought back. It's like, oh yeah, all that stuff before, it was just a scroll. So, I mean, people were killed and brought back, and it was... It's like they had carte blanche to do whatever they want with any character. It honestly, they didn't... I think kind of what I don't like about it is I don't feel like they pulled the trigger enough. They're like, oh yeah, here are these like really tertiary characters on the outskirts or here's something that just happened very recently but there wasn't a lot of like yeah this is how it's been for a while so it, it was kind of i don't know i, I never particularly what a great way to series. retcon stuff too Ooh, yeah that that's a wonderful tool in there that's sarcasm i recognize that no i mean they can they can just do whatever the hell they want and now they're saying like oh nick fury's been off world for years and we don't really know what that means because you know he pops in and out what was we know he was faking spider-man we there's a theory going around that he was a scroll in um, Age of Ultron based on his uh, crust stylings with Captain Marvel dialogue. <laughs> I like that shrug. You're like, I don't know the fuck you're talking about. No, I know. Like, you cut a sandwich a different way. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. I don't know. I have all faith in the series because I like Samuel L. Jackson. I like Ben Mendelsohn. I don't know. I just I don't like the original uh, comic series that much. Not that it's even that bad. It was just, we've talked about this before. Like, that was at the time of, like, and it has not stopped like Marvel being like, you know, it's going to drive sales, massive crossovers for everything. And this was kind of like early in the infancy of it. And I don't think it worked that well, but right. whatever. Werewolf by Night had its first trailer. We read some Werewolf by Night last year, didn't we? Yeah, we did a little bit of Jack Russell reading. What a great name. Jack Russell named after a dog. Yeah, I can't imagine which one's the werewolf. <laughs> he like forgets that he's a werewolf. Like, yeah. There's so, some weird shit that happened in so that. So this is going to be a one-off special. It's going to be somewhere... I, I'm going... To, I've heard uh, conflicting things, so I will say between uh, 30 minutes and an hour. Just one... It's a one-off, 30 yeah. minutes to an hour? Yeah, I've heard different things, and nothing that I feel solid about to put it firmly on one end or the other. Okay. Um, It's, it's black and white. I, to be honest, was not impressed by the trailer. I think the black and white is to like... So they don't have to do like a TV MA, like there's severed limb. No, I and no well, blood. Well, you're you are potentially right. That Thank like you. by Thank cutting you. out the color red, because we've talked about this before with movies like uh, Thor, um, 
whatever the last one was called, where they had a bloodbath, but because oh, it was gold, it doesn't matter. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah. But it's clearly supposed to be some kind of riff on like uh, the old Universal stuff. A little bit of Tales from the Crypt Keeper well, felt like in there, too. But as a guy who's a pretty big fan of the old Universal stuff, I'm like, this doesn't match up at all. It's not doing it for you? No, it doesn't. It, it, the trailer, to me, felt disingenuous because it's not how that old stuff looked. Like, the title card is kind of close, but yeah. the, the other stuff that they were showing, I'm like, this isn't... I, I know that like you're trying to present it to a contemporary audience who might not be like into you know like old shit from like the 30s, but I was like, it, it was trying to ape that style, and it it wasn't doing it for me. To me, it felt like Grindhouse Marvel. It could be good. I mean, I please be good. Like I, the director, like Michael Giacchino, like I love um, him as a composer, and I want him to be able to you know do stuff outside of that wheelhouse and be a director and be a different kind of artist i I got nothing but goodwill for this project but the trailer for me i don't know i guess that would kind of go under the like realm of like trying to have its cake and eat it too it's like oh yeah we're like a old universal monster movie but we have like modern sensibilities with our filmmaking like pick a lane it's kind of where i came down to it just based on the trailer all right looks fun <laughs> I'm sure it'll be part of our spooky season month. I'm glad for your additional analysis. Looks fun. Well, I mean, I know that I'm going to be watching it next month during spooky month, so. You will be. Have you mapped out spooky month yet? Because it's coming. No, I have not. You should probably get on that. Like, what's coming out? What are we doing? What are we drinking? Yes. What day are we doing the drinking? My birthday's on a Saturday this year. I refuse to do the podcast on my birthday. (laughs) That's the day we're doing it. Nope. Not going to happen. I refuse. I can't wait to go to Applebee's. We're not going to Applebee's this year. Oh, different. We haven't been to Applebee's for my birthday in years. There's a pandemic. We haven't been to Applebee's for my birthday in years. <laughs> solely because of a pandemic. Not solely because of a pandemic. What else happened? Oh, there's a new show. Six episodes. Tales of the Jedi. It's going to follow Ahsoka and a young Count Dooku. Different time periods. Yes, I was going to say. Connecting. She's like, hey, I'm training to be a Jedi. And he's like, hey, I'm Christopher Lee, but young. I like it. But I still have a curved lightsaber. A little, little bend to the side. Please don't. What? It has I, a I don't need bend your, in it. I don't need your potty mouth, sir. Potty mouth? You should have heard the things you were saying last night. Actually, you were well-tempered last night. I, like I had I had one great joke that uh, we can't repeat. No, you can't. It was about a carrot. <laughs> great joke. Thought about that a couple times today. I was like, yeah, I'm proud of that. Did you chuckle as you thought of it? Yeah, I did. Oh, good for you. I can see you just sitting in your office by yourself and just like, hmm. I am a clever man. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. <laughs> That's terrible. Sure. Let, why not? Let's see what a young Christopher Lee looks like with a young Qui-Gon Jinn. Where he's Ooh. like, ah, everything you do is wrong. Maybe I should train my Padawan the same way, where I'm just a saucy bitch. Yeah. Nothing you can do is right. You are a terrible Padawan. Ah. Whatever. I like the idea of seeing young Christopher Lee. And I like the idea of seeing Ahsoka generally like the character well young christopher lee i mean you know young cg yes christopher yeah i know he's not real yeah he's not real it's animated his name isn't christopher lee in the show whatever a young count dooku there we go mando season three mando yeah you better believe like we have the screaming at streaming drop but i made that mando minute one and when mandalorian comes back we're using that one again yes you don't care you don't remember my drop no i don't because <laughs> you don't listen to the show. And those bits of the audio come in later in the editing. Mm, I know they do, because I don't hear them in real time. I don't even remember what it is, but I know it's called the Mando Minute. 
Whatever. Um, Mando, minute and a half. The teaser came out. For Mandalorian season three. Maybe this came up in our Boba Fett discussion. I do not care for that Naboo ship that he's using. Maybe I don't know if it's a prequel thing or if I just don't like the design, but it feels so cramped. It does feel cramped. I think that's, that's... what the thing is. I just feel like, as a man, like who, whenever I go on a plane, I'm like, Christ, I wish I had more room for my knees. Well, I think it's just as a big human, not just a man. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of big women that also are like, hmm, this is cramped, my knees. It's yeah. not just a man problem. It's a me problem. I'm sure it's also a tall lady problem. Yeah, it's a tall person problem. I get cramped in airplane seats. Eh. You don't think I get cramped in airplane seats? No, you're smaller than me, so I don't care for your That's true. I got cramped by that guy on my left last night at the the pavilion. It's a big dude. Just blowing smoke in your face? Uh, Vape, yeah. Strawberry vape most of the night. (laughs) And you got that secondhand vape? Uh, I know, right? Nothing says says a good time like secondhand propylene glycol vapor. I thought it was just a sweaty Jack Black. No, Jack Jack Black's sweat smell did not make it back to row 19, section 2B. Those were good seats. Those what are great seats. Yeah, about? we had great seats. No, I'm just saying we couldn't smell Jack Black's Jack Black's rock musk from back there. Have you been drinking? No, I'm just really tired. <laughs> like I can say words. You've also stuttered several times. Not in the edit, I didn't. You're gonna leave my stumbles in, aren't you? Yeah, well, you dickhead. <laughs> I think he has a problem. Me or you? Cassie and Andor, another trailer. Yeah, I think it's looking better. I didn't love the first one. I'm. I like Skull and Scar- Skarsgård, and I also like, I like or- how he doesn't quite pronounce the name the same. Like, get that Cassian Ander. Like, second take? I No? All right. It's hard to see him and not think of his character from Chernobyl right now. It's not the. I thought you were going to say Goodwill Hunting. No, I was not going to say Goodwill Hunting. I'm not thinking of um, Gerald Lambeau from Goodwill Hunting. I'm thinking of wow, you- Boris Trevina from Chernobyl. You pulled that name out. Of- I couldn't have pulled that name out of my ass. I'm like, the teacher. Yeah. The janitor, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother. Will, uh, I almost said Will Smith. Robin Williams. Will Smith was not in Good Will Hunting. That was Casey Affleck. Yes, it was Casey Affleck. So not Robin Williams. Robin Williams was in Good Will Hunting. I know, though. but I said Ben Affleck's brother, and you went Robin Williams. Whatever. Kevin Smith, executive producer. Yep, he read it on the shitter. He did, and cried. What about Cassie and Andor? I don't know. It looks better. I'm. We'll see. This is a very we'll see kind of show. My one problem with it is like we kind of already know how things end for him. Well, we do, but it it feels like my impression is we're doing. Oh, what if Han Solo had a series? Oh, Harrison Ford is old and doesn't want to do it. Let's get another Rogue in there. I mean, I did really like Rogue One, so I mean that's. I mean, I did too. I liked the movie. I liked his character. I think he's really good. But and even I, I kind of liked this trailer, but. Our buildup going into it has not sold me, and also like like oh like K two S O is going to be in this season. He'll be in like future seasons. I'm like how how long are we going to draw this out? As long as it makes money. So I don't, I don't know. I if it's good, great. I, I love it, but it's not ingratiating itself to me so far. All right, then Picard season three had a new trailer. Oh, almost everyone's back, baby. Almost, uh, unless you're Brent Spiner. Well, that's fine. We know we're going to get Brent Spiner. We don't know what he's going to be. Is he going to be a Data? Is he going to be a B4? Is he going to be a Lore? Is he going to be a Soon? I, yes. Yeah, great. That's what he is. He's an amalgam of all of them. I did enjoy, I mean, we get like Beverly Crusher asking for help. So kind of interesting to see what's going on with her. Something's collapsing with Starfleet. Mm-hmm. We get Majestic Wharf. Riker just being a suave motherfucker. 
Jordy, we see a little Jordy. Well, we do, we see everyone in action a little bit, except for Brent and Spiner. But like yeah. everything with Riker is just like, hey, this motherfucker is sex jazz. Yes. All he does is he's like, I'm a cool ass pimp, baby. I love kind of the callback to like captains seeing their ship and they come up upon the Titan. He's like, hello, beautiful. Yeah. And the Titan's been updated. Uh, first mentioned in Star Trek Nemesis as the uh, ship Riker was going to take over. First seen in Star Trek Lower Decks. But this is an updated version of the Titan as the Enterprise has had multiple iterations. So has the Titan. But that's the news. D23, baby. Slapping it down. D23. Whenever I hear D23, I kind of think of like D3, Mighty Ducks, D2, Mighty Ducks. Like, oh, D23, we're on our 23rd Mighty Ducks movie where Goldberg has been selling meth. There was a reboot show on Disney Plus that I guess is still there. Oh, yeah, with um, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, but he didn't come back for season two. Well, he didn't come back for the third movie except for a bit part where he was the lawyer of the players. Because there was money or something. Mm, Money. All right, that's going to be it for the news. So let's move on from there to Weird Comics Facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Is this week truly weird or is it truly bizarre or truly grotesque? Normal. Normal. The beginning of this segment was not normal, but I accept well, it. Well, we're, we're talking Fantastic Four this week, so let's talk a weird Fantastic Four comics oh, fact. I can't believe it. I'm sure there's going to be some really weird stuff with the Fantastic Four. In Fantastic Four number 22. Yes. The issue opens with Sue Storm. Two plus two equals four, so that makes sense. She's just there. She's like, hey, I'm wearing a weird hat. Good for her. But it turns out Jack Kirby completely traced this from an image in Playboy. Oh, wow. Yes, he did. All right, stop looking at boobs. He's a tracer. But yeah, uh, Fantastic Four number 22, Sue Storm is wearing this weird device on her head, completely stolen from Playboy from an artist named Vargas in 1963. Wow, got that by the Comic Code Authority, didn't he? That's what I got. That's this weird comics fact. This one time Jack Kirby just stole a thing from Playboy. Start him young. Start him young. Tracer, baby. But hey, that's it. That's that's our weird comics fact. There you go. Did you want more? No, I didn't. I was just thinking of a story from work this week. I thought that was a good weird comics fact. It's a weird comics fact. That is a very weird comics fact. It's an interesting novelty item. A tidbit. All right, gonna you say, move. Did you say tid? Yes, I said tid. Okay, with a D? Yes. Okay, just checking. Don't look at me like that. You nasty little pervert. I am not. I am six foot one. That is not little. All right, we're going to move on from there. To How dare you, by the way? You say more grotesque You say more grotesque things on this show than I ever dreamed of, and you cut them out. Weekly, I have to ask upstairs to your wife if it's appropriate what you've said. And you know what the answer is overwhelmingly? Absolutely not. So how dare you stand there and judge me? Look in a mirror, sir. Look in a mirror. I ain't no hollerback, girl. I'm just asking you to look in a mirror. So. From Jack Kirby drawing boobs to the Patriots looking like boobs on the field. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Uh, rough week for the New England Patriots. They lose their season opener 20-7 to to the Miami Dolphins. Turnovers. <laughs> what was it? That was a dolphin noise. Oh, it was really bad dolphin noise. I know. It was very restrained. Like a, if, like, I, if I committed to it, it would have been better, but I was it's afraid. It's like a dolphin who's been smoking. It's got like a, <laughs> like a dolphin stoma in or something like that. They have like a, a, an air tube in their blowhole. Anyway, uh, no, they lost to the Dolphins 20-7. to Two big plays were kind of the story in this game. A strip sack for uh, fumble six for the Dolphins and a late touchdown throw at the end of the first half. A 14-point swing in that game. Patriots 
on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are winners in week one. The big news coming out of that first game, though, Mac Jones had x-rays on his back after the game. He was having back problems and back spasms, but he is a probable to play in the game against the Steelers on Sunday. Also, Matt Patricia has officially been named the offensive coordinator. We'll see how long that lasts. Although there's been a lot of speculation they didn't bring in someone like Bill O'Brien, who is an offensive coordinator and an offensive coach by trade, because the worry was he was only going to be there for a year. Robert Kraft starting to dip his fingers into some of the sauce as he is. I see that you're formulating a joke, and we're going to ignore that. It was hand job related. See, then you call me a pervert. I saw your eyes light up. You're like, ooh, I can make a comment. Uh, Kedrick Bourne only played two or three snaps. He had one catch, longest reception of the day for any of the Patriots. He seems to be in the doghouse, and people are kind of pointing towards uh, a meeting that he was late for and some comments where he didn't agree with the way that Matt Patricia was installing the offense. Very similar to the Malcolm Butler situation where Butler wasn't giving great effort, according to Patricia, in the week leading up to the Super Bowl, and he was benched. Of course, that was the Super Bowl that they lost to the Eagles. Anyway, Kendrick Bourne. Not getting as much playing time as people thought or anticipated. He's a big difference maker for that offense. And Robert Kraft's like, hmm, we need to see him more because I'm paying him lots of money and you're not playing him. Don't be petty. So interesting that there's some kind of cracks in the Patriots' firewall of drama and keeping salacious things out of the news. So that's kind of an interesting piece to where we're at. Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. The Buccaneers are with a win on opening night over the Cowboys. And... Uh, Traditions, leaves changing color, taxes, death, and the Packers sucking on the opening week of football. They got slacked, but that's not a bad thing. For, like, what was it, the exact same score as the Patriots? By the Vikings. I'm not saying the Patriots were good by any stretch of the imagination, but the defense only allowed, what, 10 points? No, 7 points. For a game you didn't watch. Yeah, I was upset because I had done so well to avoid spoilers all day long because I was unable to watch the game as it aired. Got home. Turned on the old YouTube TV, pulled up the recording, score right there. Saved me three hours. That's more like an hour and 45 when fast forwarding. So I just watched the highlights on YouTube. And when the highlights are a lot of short pass for a gain, short pass for a gain, it's not really a bunch of highlights. Oh, look, they got a first down. Let's celebrate. So people smashing the panic button a little bit in New England. I say, chill, relax, breathe. All will be okay. They move the football. They just shot themselves in the foot. Untimely penalties. Not that there's ever such a thing as a timely penalty, but untimely penalties and turnovers. So what does it start to sink in for you? Because you, for the majority of your life, have have been able to ride this high of like, hey, we're Mm. just basically always on top. Mm, And now it's been a number of years. Uh, What does reality start to set in? Oh, the reality is that they're not a Super Bowl team. It is what it is. I was... I got spoiled by being able to watch my favorite team win six Super Bowls over the course of the last 20 years. That's one out of every, more than one out of every four Super Bowls the Patriots have won over the last 20 years. I'm just saying, it's been a, it's been a couple bad years. When does it sink in? I think I actually kind of enjoy being a Patriots fan as much now as I ever have because it's so interesting. It's intriguing. It reminds you of how good we had it for such a long time and that like, this is what it's this is what the NFL was supposed to be like. It's supposed to be parody. Although I would say they're in the they're in the middle of the bell curve. Maybe on the back half of the middle of the bell curve. Like if you were to like bell curve it. They're not an outlaw like they're not on the, the tails of it. They're like thickly in the middle. Oh I still think they win the 10. worst place to be. I I still think they can win ten games. Dead in the middle, where you couldn't be in a worse position. 
Dude could be like dead last. It's actually dead metal's not great for the draft, but whatever. At least dead most last importantly, re- at least they get rebuilded dead last. Middle, you do nothing. Yeah, but the teams that are dead last, the rebuild doesn't. I mean, Jacksonville, they lost again. I mean, you would think that they're starting to come into year two of having Trevor Lawrence there, and it's just good news for the Patriots is that uh, Watt will be out this weekend. Good news for the Steelers, Watt didn't tear anything in his pec except for muscle, not tendon. So you've got that going for you if you're the Pittsburgh. I mean, I that's okay. I won't take away your joy yet. I can't wait to do it by week eight. You think by week eight I'll be broken? Yes. I won't be broken by week eight. I can. I have great resolve. <laughs> what happened, Zach? I'm a dumb. I'm a dumbass optimist. This has been well documented. I live in a state of what I like to call denial about a great many things. No, I well, think I think here's the thing for you to consider as a football fan. Yes, it's not going to be a you, new team. Have you peaked? It will ever be as good as it was. Oh no, it's not ever going to be as good as it was. Well, I guess it's just all downhill from here. Diminishing returns. <laughs> Are the Cel- what about when the Celtics won like six championships in a row? Huh? Did they peak then? Huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's just all downhill from there. Diminishing returns, sir. I was going to say nine out of eleven years, but yeah, why not? Yeah, diminishing <laughs> I returns. Why, I don't know why you stopped at six. Well, I was I was trying to like six consecutive, but that's also when the league was like eight teams. Nine out of eleven, baby. It's nine out of eleven. Yeah, is it ever going to be that good for the Celtics again? Nope. So, see, I'm just twisting your logic on you. Does that mean you're going to care any less? Except I wasn't alive. That's the difference. Yeah. See, you didn't get to enjoy it, sucker. Ha 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 Sure. What's happened in the world of basketball? Ooh, uh, Robert Sauver uh, was suspended for a year from the Suns for uh, being a weirdo creep. It happens. All right, that's it. That's what happened. All right, there you go. That's basketball. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. I appreciate that. Phoenix Suns. Um, a team is doing very well despite uh, weird uh, front office messes. That's the news. Is that the sports news? That's the sports news. All right, we're going to move on from there. It's screaming. It's streaming. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Uh, no Game of Thrones this week because no one watched it. Nope. Get your life together. Me? God damn it. Stop going to concerts. Me? They eat up your time. Oh, yeah. The whole one concert I've been to since the beginning of the pandemic. Too many concerts. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, first we got She-Hulk. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I still stand another by. entertaining episode. Wong is hilarious. I love that he is a drunk bestie. <laughs> he does. Madison. Yes. I saw somebody tweet about the uh, two Y's and an N and not in a place you'd suspect. And I was like, what the hell is this all about? Then I watched She-Hulk. I'm like, I get it. I had to write a thing about that and I couldn't remember how Madison was spelled. So that was like a pure copy and paste thing because it was such an annoying spelling. I was like, God damn it. I cannot remember how this is spelled. She-Hulk had thirst this episode. I mean, why not? It's supposed to be a sex positive show. Yes. Poor, poor Jennifer though. And, when the guy wakes up and sees that it's Jennifer and not She-Hulk, he's like, mm, I'm out. I'm going to keep my wine-covered shirt. I mean, we saw a teaser this week of Daredevil, and apparently he's only going to be in one episode, which there aren't that many episodes left, so sure, why not? But, you know, a little bit of little bit of crushing on Daredevil. And frankly, I don't blame her. Mm, no. He's a really good lawyer. He is a really good lawyer. He does flips and shit. Yes. He has a lot of girlfriends. He does law stuff. He's got his life. He's got his life mostly together. I will say this. If there's a plot to the show, we certainly didn't advance it this week, and I still had fun. Yeah, why not? I had, I mean, the clear winner of the show is like Wong and Madison of just like hanging out. Oh, yeah. Did you see the post credit scene? Yeah. And that was um, all improv. 
You're a gin and tonic guy, right? I do like, yes, you know. I'm just saying. You know you, I like gin. I, I am well versed in your, your love of gin. I do like gin. I'll kick a door down. You pretty much did. And tell you that I enjoy it. In the middle of a snowstorm. Gin. Gin. I was like, yes, you have gin. Good times. Uh, whatever. I, I did enjoy this episode. I think Wong and Mass are the most fun. I like the idea of um, Titania uh, legally just messing with She-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, this this had the most fourth wall breaking of any episode, and I liked it a lot. Like, I see you're smiling because Wong's back. <laughs> what was the lies like? Uh, he's like Twitter armor for a week. Yes. It's great. <laughs> great line. It was. I love how self-aware the show is. And how un like it's very self aware, but does not take itself seriously. Yeah, I'm enjoying the show because I'm enjoying the aspect of it where it's not like it's not the end of the world. I just like that, like yeah, we're having a bit of fun. They're having more than a bit of fun, and I still love that it's 30 minutes, just boom, done. We're in, we're out. She Hulk's in some kind of legal trouble. It's not easy being She Hulk. Going to find something else to throw at you. No, what? I I understood your reference. I know it was great. I thought it was fantastic. It was, it was bad. Oh, come on. It's not the worst thing I've said ever. Great. Now that I'm disappointed. All right. We're going to move on from She-Hulk, uh, which I'm still enjoying. To be fair, I've enjoyed every episode of it so far. Yes. Move on from there to Lord of the Rings. We have some rings, but not yet. No, there are no rings. No rings of power yet, but we get some really good exposition. And I think we're done meeting new characters. At least I hope we're done meeting new characters. I don't know. They're all over the place. They're like, hey, here's a guy in a orc slave pit. Hey, here's Galadriel and she's sassy. Hey, here's some hobbits. Hey. Here's the future kings of Gondor. Yeah. Hey, here's a, a seal door. Uh, he's. Um, he's a moody teenager. He's a ragamuffin. Yes. If you will. Here's his dad, Elendil. He's like, dad, I just want to do adventure stuff and I don't want to do anything else. And I have a weird like three quarter hair length thing. Like I'm not going to commit to it being very long, but I'm not going to commit to it being short either. Yeah, he gets to do cool adventure stuff later in life. He defeats Sauron. So suck it up, Basildor. Then he dies like a bitch. Well, yes, but his dad also dies like a bitch too. I don't know. I mean. I guess not. I mean, his dad is like going ham at Sauron. When I'm watching this show, like half of what I'm doing is just going like, it looks expensive. There's a lot of expensive in this. But I, again, the hobbits. I love it. Uh, terrible camouflage. They're like, oh, we're just gonna carry our caravan with a fern. Mm. That moving fern that just walks down a path directly. I'm like, hmm, I don't think this is great camouflage. How about the scene where they talk about the left behinds and the ones like he died of bees and they laugh at the guy. The guy is dead and they're laughing at him. It happens, baby. It happens to the best of us. Also, I like the end where the stranger helps push the cart. Stranger's definitely got to be one of the wizards. We, we talked about this. Yeah, he, I think he's probably Gandalf. I also tried to cheat because, you know, it's on Amazon, so I paused it where they say, like, what all the actors are, and it just said, like, whatever that guy's name. Just the, the stranger. The stranger. I'm like, ah, you the, cheated me, Amazon. But I think this helps show where his love of the hobbits come from. Yeah. No, I still stand by. I think it's Gandalf. I like it. I think it's cool that we get kind of a bit of the Gandalf origin. We get a sassy Galadriel. She's like, I'm I'm imprisoned, and I'm going to tell you, hey, get me out of here. And then Elendil's like, would you like to go for a quarter day's ride? And she's like, a ride? And she rides the horses. The horse. Although the one scene where she is riding the horse and they like do a close-up of her smiling, that was a little awkward. That I was like, mm, you're not on a real horse, and you're in front of a green screen. I really, just because, you know, well, I'm no horse aficionado. I've been around horses. I've seen them walk. I've seen them. I've ridden them in one form or another. They shit constantly. So, yeah, there was that, like. So do you. There was that big, like, glory shot of her riding this horse. I'm like, I just want that horse to take a shit. <laughs> That's all I want. Just really 
take the epicness out of this. When he says that we're going to the Hall of Lore, were you expecting just Brent Spiner to be sitting there as Lore like, hello? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had some Borg with him, too. Yes. We finally get a, a meaning behind the symbol that in the first couple of episodes, Sauron symbol. Gee, when you turn it on its side, it looks an awful lot like Mordor. Yeah, like, I do like, like, it's a map. I'm like, that is not a map. It's a weird E. That, that is the worst map I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Kind of like the map from last uh, from last Skywalker where she holds that knife up and it matches the Death uh, Star. Yeah. I still have only seen that movie that one time. I have not revisited it. I yet. dare you to find a worse map than that now, huh? Than a, just a knife that hopes that the Death Star doesn't up Yeah. It doesn't starship. settle further yeah. into the ocean. That it just happens to land that way. Yeah. How'd, you, how'd you like that for a deep pull? It's not that deep. Yeah, you're right. A real deep pull. It's only one of the most successful franchises of all time. Like, hey, remember that? Yeah, well, you did. And you were like, oh. Anyway. Also, we, I do feel like some repeating trips. Like, oh, look, it's a secret king and he's beating people up. He broke that dude's arm. I did like his crazy face. Like, when he first gets like up, he's like, Aah! he just rushes them. Yes. But when he's sitting at the table and everything kind of like, you hear that weird noise, like, and he's like able to recenter himself and then buys everyone drinks only to beat the shit out of him. I liked it. Who is Halibrand, do you think? I don't know. Is he just a character they made? Is there more than meets the eye to this gentleman? As a man, as we mentioned, I've read many uh, Lord of the Rings. There's no Halibrand. I don't remember if there is or not. There isn't. I did some internet looking. Do you know what the internet theory is? No. He could be Sauron. Uh... I mean... They're saying the men of the Southlands stood with Morgoth, just saying, and he's king of the men of the Southlands. Sauron's a bitch in this stuff before. This. Yes. It's all Morgoth, and it's like, oh, yeah, this other motherfucker. That's how the Silmarillion goes. All right, that's that. We're going to move on to our main topic of the week. Yeah, it's a comic book thing. It just came out. Oh, she is pretty as shit. There's so much psychedelic art in this shit. We are talking Fantastic Four Full Circle, written by Alex Ross, art by Alex Ross. Color by Probably. Alex Ross. Yeah, well, he better have, because boy colors are important, this bad boy. Fantastic Four Full Circle, new graphic novel out. Take it away, the theme. It's Jared's Reading Corner. Honk if you're nasty, because this book's pretty, baby. It's not a honk. Oh, well, I don't have a horn down here. Honk like a goose. Honk. Mm, not nasty. It's better, it's better than your dolphin. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's, it doesn't even, even like, it's like a dolphin that's just like, that was my seagull. I think you went to that after you realized that you tried to do a dolphin and it didn't work and you just kind of went to another sea creature. So I noticed something in this book that I've not really picked on as much, picked up on as much before in reading Fantastic Four, but you talk about how Reed always mansplains everything. This is peak Reed mansplaining in this book. Like everything he says in this is like exposition. There'll be a little bit of sp- I'm not going to spoil the whole book in here because it is uh, just came out last week, so it's relatively new. So this will be a mostly non-spoiler conversation. But yes, uh, Reed's a bitch. Reed does so much mansplaining in this. It's like Reed-splaining. It's also weird. Like um, We have an event in the Baxter building and like Reed comes running out and then Sue comes after him and Johnny's like, I'm glad you got dressed. Like I get your siblings, but no, I don't think she was going to come running out naked. No. Like, what's happening here, everyone? Like, look at me. Yeah, that's what clothes. Remember that time that I was they drew a picture of me, but I was based on a Playboy model? Also, she could come running out naked because she can turn invisible. It's true. She could. Hmm. Yeah, what do you think about that? I just brought it up. Johnny Blaze. So I will uh pose the question to you here. 
I intentionally did not give you any context for this book because this book is very much uh, one. It's one of the most like beautiful books I've ever seen done. Like the art in this thing, it's Alex Ross doing the interiors. It's about as pretty as they come. Oh, I love the art. I love a lot of the stuff in the negative zone. The colors are wild, unbelievable. Like it felt to me like it was glow in the dark. Like it was glow in the dark paint. A lot of neon popping. I'm like, man, if you're high and you're looking at this, you'd be like, what? But this book is highly referential to fin- uh, previous Fantastic Four stuff, which I will bring up in a couple minutes. But uh, given that I don't think you've read any of the material that it's referencing, how does this work for you? I thought it was fine. I could I could pick up what they were putting down. I mean, because Reed explains everything, so it's... He explained one of them really well, and the second one not as much. Yeah, but I didn't... I felt like the art really masked anything where I didn't know what was going on or didn't fully understand, but I could kind of piece together the main plot points of the story without having a previous knowledge. Like if it's, if you're looking for just like a fantastic four one-off, just like one thing, I don't know if this would be like a starting point or not, but it definitely is. Oh, it's not a starting point. No, but it's definitely digestible for someone who doesn't have a lot of fantastic four knowledge. The art itself is just like, wow. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you'll hear people say, like, especially a lot of, like, artists, it's like, yeah, I don't really buy stuff, but I'll buy stuff to, like, check out the art. Like, this is as good as you're going to get. Like, this shit's pretty. I mean, the use of color, like, the whole color palette is fantastic. Alex Ross, if you don't know the name, I mean, he's done, um, he does a lot of, like, photorealistic covers for Marvel um, in earlier he doesn't do a lot of interior stuff like he's done kingdom come he did the marvels and yeah you're just flipping through it i'm just looking at it no. my god this this was my favorite probably there uh you're pointing at a double page splash there are quite a few splash pages within this graphic novel this is only sold as a graphic novel there are not previous uh issues that put it together but it really is one of the prettiest books uh, you've ever seen just like the different colors the the whole color scheme of the negative zone and the different things that they use it's just so good so now that we've established that jared doesn't have you know he hasn't read every fantastic four issue ever to be fair neither have i but i'm getting close um this book uh heavily references fantastic four 51 one of the more famous issues of the uh lee kirby run titled this man this monster if you you yeah. specifically you yeah i see it Put your eyes over there. That image is repeated in this book. Well, to be fair, it's the opening splash, but yeah. the opening splash on the cover look very similar. But there's a lot of uh, Fantastic Four 51 talking about there was a, um, a character who brought Ben into his laboratory. He's like, hey, I'm going to switch bodies with you. And then he went into the negative zone with Reed and Reed's like, I'm going to die. And he's like, oh, I've changed my evil ways. And then he died instead. Yes. And then it also references uh, fairly heavily, but it kind of drops it too. Fantastic Four uh, number 108, which was a issue that was reworked from Jack Kirby art. Jack Kirby did, was it 102 or 103? I can't remember now. He either did 102 issues, then one more that got kind of hacked up and repurposed later in 108, or he did 103 issues, and then the next one was hacked up and repurposed in 108. I'm, I'm off by one. Here. I think I think yeah. he, I think he did 102 and then what was supposed to be 103 was reworked later on but whatever it had um uh, Giannis the Nega man and uh that character that I don't know if he ever came back in any significant form was uh, recycled for this within the negative zone so we're talking pretty early stuff here we're talking you know mid 
like mid to late 60s here were the two issues that are kind of being referenced. I do like with that man, with the mysterious figure, there is like a Kirby flavor to the art of him being drawn. Like you could be like, there's a lot of Kirby. Yes. For as much as Alex Ross is his own beast and um, boy, I mean, you can point to any of his shit any day of the week and be like, yeah, that's an Alex Ross, but he is definitely influenced by Kirby in this. Like there, even the dialogue, there's a lot of stuff from the sixties of being like, you know, like Reed talking to Ben and being like, oh, my friend or like Johnny being like brother-in-law of mine and like stuff like that. Like a lot of that like weird, old, awkward stand mm. dialogue is intentionally brought back. Yes. Like right here. I mean, just the, the face of the guy with the very square face, square jaw. I was like, that's very Kirby. Yeah, there is a lot. Something I never thought I would say five, six years ago. There's also a lot of um, like A.G. Geiger in here, the guy who designed like all the uh, stuff for the movie Alien. Okay. Like we have um, a a body explode with like a bunch of like alien creatures and things like that. That that that's all very Geiger to me. I feel bad for Ben in the beginning. He just wanted a hoagie sandwich and he gets it ruined. It feels like anytime Ben wants something for himself. Shit hits the fan. He never gets to enjoy it. One of my uh, Marvel two and one the for a chunk of time, it's like would always have like Ben just like reading a thing and smoking a cigar, and someone would pop in and like he just like sucked down the entire cigar like into his mouth. It's like yeah. I was just trying to read Stephen King, and now I have a cigar in my lung. <laughs> I'm from New this York. Lung missile. I love also how Alex Ross treats. I'm walking here. How he treats the Human Torch when he's on fire. The fire, I think, his drawing of fire is really fantastic. Yeah, it for lack of like, a better word, like, oh, I that, guess. That'd be a toasty-ass room. It would be very... Yeah, when they're like, fighting those... Like that dude's just on fire. Yes. In the beginning, when they're fighting in the lab. The way he uses the lighting and his color, and his art, when they're like the human torch is on fire. So cool. Yeah. This is a slight... It's not your typical like trade paperback size. It's a little oversized, but not yes. crazy. To be honest, I wish it was honestly larger, because the art is just... It's that good. My God. look at Just look at some of this shit. Oh, yeah. So good. Look at how good that, like, like, there's a lot of splash pages in here, but they are not wasted. You're not like, oh, man, it's an Alex Ross splash page. Like, this shit is There's action. There's stuff everywhere happening. It's well planned. It's well laid out. (laughs) There's even some stuff that just pops up because they go into the negative zone. And um, back in the old uh, Kirby days, the way, like, the negative zone would be done would be with um, these photo collages that were just, like, negative images. And they were kind of cool. We get that sense in here as well. And like they're in the negative zone and Annihilus shows up for like two pages. They're like, punch him in the head, which I appreciated that reaction. We know he sucks. Hit him. I caught it. I still slapped it. Whatever. They're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away. Are they now? Yeah, I'm done with that song. Okay. Well, there you go. No, I not having a, if you're a fan of good comic book art, this is definitely a must read or or must absorb. This is just like this, it doesn't get prettier than this. If you want to read a book, like in all seriousness, like it doesn't get better than this look. I think just absorbing, even just for the art, not even the story, but just the art itself, phenomenal, and it's got a decent story to it. Yeah, and it has big connections to the Lee Kirby stuff. I mean, definitely Fantastic Four fifty one is the biggie, but uh, one hundred eight is right, not as prominent, but still up there. You're gonna not in agreement like oh yeah of course yeah because i know all about that Mm. i'm gonna defer to your expertise i loved this book this book was great it's been uh alex ross has been teasing it for a while and just seeing the finished product like if you like art you're not getting better than this by any stretch yeah it's a must it's a must grab must read this damn ass pretty book there you go all right so from damn ass pretty books to your damn ass questions 
Not dumbass, just damn ass. Gonna move on from there to letters to the editors. Lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you, you there, the listener, want to ask us your own questions, you can do that. You know how you do that? Send us an email. Oh, yeah. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Or if you want to get real fancy, editorsnotecomics at googlemail.com. What? You can do that. Instead of oh. writing Gmail, you can write Google Mail. I didn't know that. That's weird, pretentious, and douchey, so don't. Oh. But yeah, you can write Google Mail instead of Gmail. Okay. If you want to give someone your email address, like, oh yeah, it's at googlemail.com. Yeah. Looks sketchy and sounds pretentious, but you can do it. Yeah, there you go. Don't. You'll never know. Well, you do if it shows up. I guess, well, there you go. At googlemail.com. The no, Google shut Mail. shut up. All right, what's our question? Coming out of D3, what is your biggest disappointment? We didn't get any Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. I mean, I saw a really shitty trailer from someone's cell phone, or at least some of a trailer, at a weird angle a few weeks ago. Yeah, but that's, yeah. That, and then I'm bummed I, that we I didn't. I say it's the fantastic forecasting. Yeah? We don't know who it's going to be. Is it Krasinski? I doubt it. Uh, is it anyone else? Probably. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a one in nine billion chance it's somebody else. Marvel? Or I said, like, it's a nine, it's an 8.999 billion to one chance, I think. Am I doing that right? If you're saying it's either John Krasinski or anybody else on the planet, I might take the field because there's a lot more people on the planet yeah, than so, just one yes, man. Yes, yes, yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. No, I'm just saying that you're saying if it's probably somebody other than him. I think that was the disappointing one. Um, also, still a lack of an X Men announcement on any front. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's coming. I'm still going to stay with uh, no Guardian stuff. They hinted at some Indiana Jones stuff, and but we didn't get to see any of the leaked footage. No, we didn't. Oh, we do find out that he has a goddaughter. There, there's some news for you. There you go. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is playing his goddaughter. So are we saying that uh, Shia LaBeouf's character there, uh, Mutt, has a kid? Or no, goddaughter would be somebody else's kid. Yes. Oh. Maybe it's Salah's kid, because he's in this movie. Salah's in this movie? Yeah, he is. Let's go. You didn't know that? I love Salah. <laughs> yeah, Salah's in this. He might be my second favorite Indiana Jones character, after Indiana Jones. What are his feelings on dates? Bad dates. <laughs> it's as if the pharaohs have returned. I like when he sings. <laughs> They're digging in the wrong spot. No camels. But my brother's car. Great. I'm glad you've seen Raiders. Well, the, the camels one's from Last Crusade. Yeah, that's where I did the mansplain thing and you roll your eyes. That's the that's about the time that we start to wrap the show up, is it not? Sure. Oh, you have any, any other bigger disappointments from D23? Are you more disappointed in me than those things from D23? I take your silence as a yes. If you enjoyed the show, please go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get some access to some stuff behind the paywall. You can also interact with us. Send us an email at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Rate or review Google Mail. Uh, Google Mail. Uh, you can also please, and by you can also, we're saying, would you please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform? You can also find Zach on the internets at Editors Note Comics on Twitter. And you're on the internet somewhere. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Junior Rich. I've barely, I've barely checked Twitter like the last like week and a half. I'm actually like working now and trying. <laughs> wow, this is new. Mm. Not since the store have I tried. I hope your previous, well, not that it matters too much now that you're employed by somebody else. Sorry, last job. Next week, we're going to be back. I think it's another comics thing, and I think it's Batman. All right, well, it'll be a mystery to me until you deliver something to me. Well, I haven't read it yet. Oh, there we go. But it's upstairs. All right. Next week, Batman, whatever that thing that Jock just put out. Yeah. Bye-bye.